Blog Talk Radio. Hey, good evening, and welcome to the Mad George Show. I'm your host, George, and I'm mad. So let's listen up to a few more bars of uh, Panama from Van Halen, and then we will kick this partay into gear. Hey, thanks for tuning in tonight. It is uh, Thursday, the 18th of May, and it's episode three of the uh, Mad George Show. Certainly glad you decided to come by and uh, and have a quick listen. Uh, we're going to have a good time tonight. Uh, certainly a, a lot of stuff out there. So uh, listen, be sure and follow me on gab.ai. I am at Mad George. Uh, so if you'd give a follow, I'd appreciate it. In fact, you can even... Uh, uh, comment on the show if you'd like. Uh, feedback's always helpful, always uh, always good to hear. And so if you want to do that, that would be fantastic. Now, you know, this is the Mad George show. There certainly is no shortage of stuff that actually makes me mad. Uh, if you've listened to the first couple of shows, you know that is the case. So uh, if you are wondering how it is I get fired up and mad before a show, it's really uh, it's pretty easy. Uh, immediately before the show, I spend about 15 minutes on Facebook. Yeah, that would do it. So I've determined that the problem with Facebook is that there's uh, there's people on it. There's no restriction of the number of libtards. You would think that they, they would have some sort of a matrix where they could co- sort of figure out when somebody signs up if they have this particular uh, mental disorder known as liberalism and, and be able to feed them out. I mean, they've got a great uh, text, uh, uh, test subject that they could use. Uh, if they wanted to establish a, a baseline of, of liberalism and uh, cuckiness and kookiness, uh, that their very own founder, uh, Zuckerberg. So anyway, just just kind of an idea there. And uh, so speaking of Facebook, while I was on there and and looking at the stuff to get me all fired up, you know they have the uh, sponsored posts by I don't know. Netflix, you know, get whoever. There was one by uh, by Donald Trump. It was like the donate Donald Trump, and, it, and a little like watermark message at the bottom uh, kind of caught my eye because I'm not sure I've ever seen that before. And it said right on there, and this is on the the Donald Trump of uh, sponsored post says not affiliated with Facebook, and I thought, hmm, 
well, maybe that's something new. So I don't recall seeing it before. So I scrolled down and looked through the sponsored ad. Sponsored ad for Netflix. There's a sponsored ad for, I don't know, Tampex or, you know, whatever it was. Well, I'll tell you what. You think any of those had the uh, not affiliated with uh, Facebook thing on it? Yeah. They, they, you know what? Heck with you, uh, Zuckerberg. That's just a bunch of crap. I'm pretty certain that uh, nobody that's associated with the Donald J. Trump uh, campaign or presidency or administration wants Facebook to have anything to do with them either. So just uh, just so you know, that's some of the shenanigans up there. And that, you know, that kind of stuff is part of the reason why I get so pissed off. I, you know, I really cannot spend much uh, much time on there because yeah yeah you know the problem is I've, i mean i guess i could probably set up a facebook account that's just that's just mad george and then just you know post as mad george people maybe they know you know who i am or or maybe not but the problem is is that i have that facebook kind of account for years the one that i have there are all kinds of people on there i've already pissed off a boatload of them just with a few political things that i put on there so yeah you know i don't know and uh, maybe i'll push the nuke button one day and just and just uh, sort of tank the whole nine yards uh on it and go uh and go full red pill on, on them and kind of see what happens um heck you never know uh stranger things have happened right I- Yeah, sorry about that. A big old cough that was kind of hanging out there had to kind of get rid of. So, you know, obviously the the big story that's that's out there is this whole uh, uh, Comey business. It it seems to have started with uh, Trump get the guy, and uh, and the last few days it's it's actually kind of snowballed quite a bit. I mean, unless you've been under a rock this entire time, you you have to know that this is going on. So I thought I'd just give you Mad George's. Uh, take on it a little bit uh am i mad hell yes i'm mad i'm probably as mad about this as as anything i've ever been as mad about i actually thought about it last night just before i went to sleep it was the first thing that i thought about uh this morning and you know i'm not i'm not so mad at at uh at comey uh so much uh however i am extremely pissed off at the Washington Post, New York Times. So in other words, uh, the mainstream media, um, they are attempting a soft coup of the president of the United States through uh, disinformation and a manipulation of whatever uh, uh, information that there actually is out there to try and spin a narrative and gain momentum in order to overthrow the current uh, administration in the, in the white house. This is, they are not even trying to disguise it. It is blatant. It is open and, uh, and it is wrong. Um, that is so certainly there's a lot of anger there towards mainstream media. <laughs> Excuse me. But what, what gets me even more than that, and I'm pretty pissed off about that are these uh, these rhinos that have jumped on the bandwagon immediately. The worst of them being John freaking McCain. Um, you know, I've gone off on, uh, about him before, and I will certainly do it again. Um, this guy, he, he, he needs to go. He needs to retire. 
He needs to have a stroke or a heart attack. Uh, he needs to be taken out somehow. He just needs to go out to pasture and leave the free world alone. The guy has been nothing but a backstabber of uh, President Trump the whole time. And then he had on top of that Lindsey Graham and all these other knuckleheads that are jumping on board because I see this opportunity. And it's, the only real opportunity here is for the, the left and, uh, and the members of Congress to start a civil war. And, and that's where this is going to end up if things don't change pretty quick. And, and I'm not alone on this. There are um, large numbers of Trump supporters who, if for some reason, um, it, you know, they end up being successful in their impeachment or overthrow uh, efforts, um, we're going to rise up. I'm, so, I'm sorry. We, that man was voted into office fair and square. And he has not been given an even break by uh, by anybody uh, in the media, and a lot of members of Congress haven't given him a break either. Trump supporters will rise up, and no one will have seen the likes of it uh, before. Because I think what's going to happen is they will uh, they will march um, into the Capitol. Wouldn't be a bit surprised if there's death and carnage when they do. I uh, wouldn't be a bit surprised if the uh, Washington Post got bombed. Wouldn't be a bit surprised if the New York Times got bombed. Um, people are pissed off and they're tired of it. The liberals have had control of the narrative and they have had control of the media for far too long. They uh, have absolutely uh, no moral integrity uh, at all. They have no moral compass. And they have turned this country straight down the path of, uh, of going to hell. And uh, I, I think that true Americans just are not going uh, to stand for it uh, anymore at all. Yeah, sorry about that. I, I got to quit getting on gab about an hour before I actually get on to the show because uh, I seem to have a bit of a frog in my throat, you gabbers, you. Uh, people on gab will certainly understand that. Uh, okay, so let me just get into a, a, another uh, quick topic here re- real bit, and that is that the, uh, the California governor, uh, Jerry Moonbeam Brown, has the balls, has the audacity to call taxpayers freeloaders because they don't want to pay another gigantic fuel tax that has not going towards the governor uh, or the California uh, government has said that that, those taxes are supposed to be going towards. Uh, Instead, it's going towards things, I'm sure, like opening up uh, a defense fund for the poor illegal aliens who might be getting uh, deported back to the country where they belong. And uh, once again, that's uh, illegal aliens in case you weren't listening uh quite well enough the first times that that guy's a loser he's a he's a piece of work i i don't know you know i lived in california for 10 years i've i've i loved it as far as a uh, climate goes things to do um all of that fantastic but man that is just a front it it's a loony bin it's a loony bin i you know, i think you, you people in california if you're not going to do something to stand up and over yeah, your government that that you have. I think hell with y'all. 
build a fence around the thing, let it be the, uh, the you know, left coast uh, utopia or whatever the hell they want to call it. Certainly doesn't belong to the United States of America anymore. And they, they probably haven't for a while there. So let the liberals, uh, you know, have it, build a fence around it. It'll be our Western wall. And we'll just attach it right to the southern wall. It'll actually work out pretty sweet. You know, go right down there along the side of California, down to the coastline. We'd be good, good to go. But you, you people are all maniacs. Grow a pair of balls and get rid of your government, for Christ's sakes, will you? Um, so, hey, listen, the next thing I want to talk about just real quick is, uh, is Seth Rich. Now, if it, again, unless you've been living under a rock, um, you should know about uh, Seth Rich. Uh, last year, Seth Rich, a... Uh, DNC, the Democratic National Committee uh, uh, staffer, uh, he, w- he was suspected of being a uh, uh, source of uh, leaks, uh, to WikiLeaks. And like so many others who have crossed the paths of the Clinton, um, they are uh, they are actually going to uh, uh, have him. They had him assassinated. Bottom line, that's a, that's kind of what happened with it. They actually had him assassinated. So, uh, saw a really interesting thing from a uh, someone purported to be a, a surgeon that was present. He, Seth arrived at the hospital with non-life-threatening injuries, uh, was appearing to be recovering and doing okay, and then all of a sudden there was a massive lockdown of that of that floor. A, a VIP status was uh, stated, and boy, you, you know. Off they went. So, hey, anyway, we've got a uh, we got a caller that's called into the show here, and uh, just thought we'd go ahead and, and pick them up. Yeah, good evening. Thanks for calling the Mad George Show. And uh, who do we have? Area code nine one eight, and you are on the air. Hi, my name's Angela. I'm calling from Tulsa, Oklahoma. Hi, Angela. How are you this evening? I'm doing well. I wonder what you thought of the Betty Shelby trial, the not guilty verdict. Uh, yeah, I was, I was a little surprised to see that actually. It, it looked to me like it was actually kind of a, a lock for a guilty verdict. And that, now I haven't looked at it enough to figure out why it is that they came back with a, a non-guilty on it. What's your, what's your take on it? Well, manslaughter one is, is in the heat of passion. You have to prove it beyond a reasonable doubt. And it's the door, the car door, that they said that he was putting his hands through. The video shows that he's doing something, but he's actually holding on to the car. He's being tased. He pulls up on the balls of his feet, as anybody would do when they get tased. And then they brought out the pictures. I was in the courtroom. They brought out the pictures of the the car door as well, the actual pictures they took. But they didn't take those pictures until five days after the event. Now, what can happen in five days? There was just inconsistency after inconsistency. But there was doubt there. There And and I guess that's all they really needed to do was just kind of create uh, the the least little bit of doubt, and and there you go on it, huh? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, they even brought in a car door. I mean, it was a crazy, crazy trial. Every day there was something new, you know. That McMurray attorney, Shannon McMurray, was the defense attorney. She's filing mistrials, even as the jury is deliberating. Nine hours, I might add. You know, just, oh, that was a crazy day yesterday. Wow, and you you said you were actually at the courtroom, huh? Yes, I was there when the verdict was read, even. 
Wow. So are, are you a civilian that, that just happened to be able to get into the courtroom? or? Well, I do a blog and a podcast. I'm getting my press oh. credentials. And I actually Yay. helped the guy from CNN do a script last night. And no that was kind of cool. He didn't make it into the courtroom, but I did. So <laughs> it was nice where I could help him write his actual script. It was kind of cool. Wow. That, you know, that's kind of, kind of neat. So it sounds like things are kind of taking off, huh? Well, I mean, press credentials, you know, they come and go. But yeah, it, yeah. we've had this problem in Tulsa before, and we've never been close to erupting, not even close. This time, uh, they added fuel on the fire. I mean, the Fraternal Order Police, as we know them, the KKK, they did a video, and they did it in a culturally insensitive area. I don't know if you know about Black Wall Street and the race riot that happened here. It was kind of a big thing, 1921. Tulsa was wow. the richest city in the world, not just the nation, but the world. We had supplied two-thirds of the oil that was needed for World War One. World War I can't talk today. World <laughs> War One. So there's a lot of money flowing through. And the right happened. It destroyed, I think, 37 city blocks, and we bombed our own city. We had machine guns wow. on top of buildings. It was bad, to say the That's least. Amazing. These young yeah. people here, they don't know anything. You know, it just... Right. Anyway, the center, it's called Reconciliation Park. These fraternal order police and three other white guys basically were telling the public, or in essence a certain subset of the public, to behave to not act out, to not riot. I just it was jaw dropping. You know, if they'd done it in front of the courthouse that would have been fine. Right. So now they're they're not rioting tonight because of it's raining. But tomorrow it's on. So I'm oh, gonna boy. get out of town and go to Oklahoma City. Yeah, that sounds like that sounds like a pretty good plan. Uh yeah, well I'm definitely gonna keep an eye out and uh what happens with that tomorrow. Hey you wanna plug your radio show while you're here? It's called Political Woodstock. You can find it on Spreaker. It's like Speaker, but with an R, Spreaker. Political oh, right. Woodstock. Well, that's a, that sounds great. Hey, I really appreciate the uh, the phone call in. I'm going to look you up, and if you happen to be on uh, on Gab, by all means, by all means, follow me. That would be great. On um, what? I, the phone uh, cut out. Yeah, it's okay. It's uh, gab.ai, and uh, I'm at uh, Mad George. And so if I you like want to follow name. me there, that would be fantastic. Oh, you got to yeah. be English, right? You're English, right? Uh, uh, yeah, you know what's, what's kind of funny is that there is some, some Scottish uh, in there for, uh, yeah, for sure. So, yeah, and it is a little bit of a play, uh, you know, for sure, because I'm mad. But, you know, there's the whole mad dogs and Englishmen thing, too, you know. So, yeah, yeah it all kind of fits in there in there very well. I really appreciate you calling tonight. Well, thank you for having me on. It was a pleasure. Yeah, yeah you bet. And we'll talk to you soon. Take care. Thank you. Mm-hmm. All right. So, uh and the the Seth Rich thing, um, oh my goodness gracious! Just say, keep an eye out on that. I don't think we have, uh, I don't think we've heard the last of that by uh, by any stretch of the imagination here. So um, at at this point, um, I, I think what we're going to do is we're going to kind of relax a little bit and uh, kind of listen to a little bit of uh, Simon and uh, and call me Al just for a minute here, just for a minute, kind of mellow out. A man walks down the street, he says, 
Yeah, boy, I've, uh, I tell you what, uh, it's really relaxing. I, lo- I love that song. I had to double check and uh, make sure that I was uh, muted because I was kind of singing along to it there for a minute. I'd make sure the mute button was on. Anyway, you folks uh, that have listened before know that I've, I do love a good cigar. And uh, it helps to relax me a little bit and kind of take the edge off. I get all my cigars from uh, jrcigar.com. You get the chance to check them out. Uh, tonight's selection, uh, there is a witch doctor in the studio. That's uh, A.J. Fernandez's build. You know I love A.J. Fernandez. It's uh, rich. It's got an obscuro wrapper, and it's uh, square-pressed, and it is absolutely a powerhouse. So if you get the chance, uh, go check it out. And uh, let's go ahead and uh, finish up a little bit more of uh, Call Me Out here. What do you say? We'll get right back into the last part of the show. Thanks, Paul Simon, for that uh, uh, for that great, great song. Uh, oh, hey, listen, I want to get into something uh, here, and it's going to be kind of a kind of a short one, but uh, man, it really does kind of kind of get my goat uh, a little bit. That's a uh, uh, that's for sure. So um, the uh, Orange Coast, and I can only assume this is in California, Orange Coast Republicans Club have filed a formal complaint against Orange Coast college professor Jessica Io Alibi for preventing Republican students from attending public events on campus. According to the club, three of its members were shut out of the African-American women's roundtable discussion in the Multicultural Center hosted for Women's History Month in March of 2017. So now you folks do understand that uh, multicultural and or diverse does not include being white. So if you are white, you cannot, that is not part of multiculturalism. Multicultural means not white. Diversity does not mean white. You have to keep that in mind. And, you know, one of these days here real soon, I will do an entire show on uh, on our quote unquote higher education, <coughs> excuse me. Um, colleges are uh, someplace where uh, young, fragile, easily transformed minds do not belong. They they absolutely don't. This is a this is a perfect a- example of it. It is uh, if if you flip the tables 
And if uh, they said that the Democratic Club or the Black Caucus of the campus or whatever could not uh, attend, oh, my God, can you imagine? It would be absolutely um, front page, front page headlines all the way around. And so here's here's kind of a follow up to that as as not a follow up, but a, a similar story as well. So at the American University in Washington, D.C., which is home to about 13,000 of our best and brightest, um, that is, insert sarcasm here, administrators and student activists have determined that the best way to ensure a fair and equal environment is to ban all white people from their new student lounge. The meeting area, ironically named The Bridge, opened a couple of months ago as a place for people to gather, study, sing on open mic nights well a sign's been placed to have in the area now saying that um, this particular area is for people of color only so apparently white isn't really a color um, so that means they are not uh, they are not allowed uh, to actually be down there at all <coughs> yeah again I apologize so that's the kind of madness that we're seeing at our university I, I've got two girls that are uh, early teenagers, and, and one day, it may go to college, uh, but I'll tell you what, it'll probably be an online one if I have anything to say about it. It's not going to be any one of those kind of universities whatsoever, because all, the, all they are doing is in engaging in a, uh, a four-year indoctrination uh, practice. And it, you know what? This kind of uh, goes along that, that line as well. Um, if you have a kid and they want to go to one of those colleges and they, they plan on getting a degree in gender studies, which you certainly can do, um, what are you thinking? What are you thinking? You can't, you can't do that. There's no, there's no job for that. They're going to leave college in four years with a warped, screwed up head, a $80,000 debt, and a degree in gender studies that will not allow them to get a job. And what do you study for four years with gender studies? There's two of them. There's male, there's female. Have a nice day. That'll be $80,000, please. Now sit in the classroom for four years. Uh, yeah, yeah, it makes, it makes no sense. Uh, oh, okay. So going back to the uh, Comey thing at the, you know, at the beginning there, just a little bit. So I've seen this from several sources and uh, they're floating that the number one pick for replacement for the FBI director is uh, Lieberman. Lieberman. Oh my God, no, just, just no. That, that's that's not going to work. Um, do not, Mr. Trump, if you happen to be listening, please, 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 do not select Joe Lieberman as your director of the FBI. The whole House of Cards will literally come falling down at that at that point. So, please don't do it. All right. Well, holy smokes, time is uh, getting away from us here. So we're going to go ahead and uh, start working on our uh, get the heck out of uh, get the heck Remember out of dodge. Remember when you ran away I and I got on my list. knees and begged and, uh, you not to leave because I go take me away, ha huh? Well, the last thing I'll say on the whole matter is build the, the wall. Worse and worse, and now you see, I've gone completely out of my, my mind. mind. And 
They're coming to take me away, haha. They're coming to take me away, ho ho, hee hee, haha. To the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time. And I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats. And they're coming to take me away, You thought it was a joke, and so you laughed. You laughed when I had said that losing you would make me flip my lid. Right? You know you laughed. I heard you laugh. You laughed, you laughed, and laughed, and then you left. But now you know I'm utterly mad. And they're coming to take me away, ha-ha. They're coming to take me away, ho-ho, hee-hee, ha-ha. To the happy home with trees and flowers and chirping birds and basket weavers who sit and smile and twiddle their thumbs and toes and they're coming to take me away, I cooked your food, I cleaned your house, and this is how you pay me back for all my kind, unselfish, loving deeds. Huh? Well, you just wait, they'll find you yet, and when they do, they'll put you in the ASPCA, you mangy mutt. And they're coming to take me away, ha-ha, they're coming to take me away, ho-ho, hee-hee, ha-ha, to the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time, and I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats, and they're coming to take me away, ha-ha, to the happy home with trees and flowers and chirping 